This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And it is a... It's not a victory, <laughs> not a victory Monday. Monday that's it's not a certain. loss Monday. Feels more like a loss it's Monday. It's a tie Monday. It was. It doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen very often. I think I've I've covered now three ties. There was the, uh, the Michael Vick game. The way Michael back Vick when? game. Okay. Um, where Plexico Burris was tackled at like the one yard line mm. uh, late in the I think on the final play of the of regular or final play of overtime I should say. Okay. The tie in Cleveland. Ah, right, right, right. The to open the yeah, season yeah, yeah. a couple okay. of years ago, and then this one. And then this They one. don't happen all that often. Um, this one, to your point, feels like a loss because of the opponent. Because of the opponent, yeah. But when you look at, you know, I asked Cam Hayward yesterday after this game, I'm like, do you reach a tipping point? When you, you know, okay, you, you know going into this game, no Ben Roethlisberger, no Chase Claypool, you already knew you're out to no, no Tyson Alualu. Sure, no, Tuitt's no, on the no equation. Tuit. And right. You lose Hayden in the game. You lose Watt in the game. You lose both starting guards in the game. <laughs> like yeah. you reach a tipping point where things just aren't going to go your way. That I believe that to be very true in this league. I bet Cam didn't agree, or he at least did not. didn't no. tell you oh, the same everybody, thing. Everybody, all right. 53 guys practice and blah, blah, blah. We're a team. It's and not true. It's not true, though. No. I mean, they try to believe that, and I'm sure some people actually do believe it, and coaches need to instill that, but that's not the case. Um, Detroit had some losses, too. I oh, mean, there's no doubt. I mean, it, there's no doubt. And then and, and it was a bizarre the Lions game, didn't do anything to lose the game. Right, right. The Steelers did. I mean, if you, have, you lose turnover battle 3 nothing, you don't win very often. Yeah. I mean, that in itself, let alone if two of them are in overtime, right. you know, which is bizarro. And at midfield in overtime. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Not like, just turnovers, not? but midfield turnovers that probably should, should have ended, you know, resulted in you losing. Yeah. You also don't not win many games where the opposing quarterback has like 11 yards passing at the half and 35 I think at the third quarter 11 yards passing almost midway through the third quarter right they had a, an 85 right. yard touchdown driver 86 yard touchdown driver they didn't complete a pass didn't complete a pass right he's fighting a back injury and doesn't have receivers and their I don't best want to player. hear about his back injury because nah, he wasn't right. listed on the injury report at all no I don't know if it happened during the game or what but they were kind of vague about it on the broadcast Hawkinson doesn't have a catch. Yeah, you, you know, love, like, you, you, you tell me those receiver. things. Like, boy, the Steelers won by yeah. thirty. Um, uh, I mean, there's a lot of strange numbers. In fact, their top two receivers going into that game were Hawkinson and DeAndre and Swift. Swift. I'm sure. Yeah, they they combined for three catches for five yards. Yeah, Hawkinson had one target. <laughs> three catches for five <laughs> yards. <laughs> right. Yeah, they threw the ball what twenty five times or something like that. Their other guy, their their leading wide receiver, Khalif Raymond, had four catches for twenty nine yards. Yeah, right. I mean, St. Brown's down the list. I mean, their receivers are amongst the worst in the league. It's one of the worst passing games in the league. Uh, I thought the Steelers played very poorly. I'm sure they're very unhappy with what they did. This is not an excuse, but I want to start with just the conditions. You know, like I love Pitt, and they have an arrangement, but. Playing three games on a Monday night, a Thursday night, a Thursday night, and then Sunday, 
I think is a player safety issue to some degree and is not NFL quality. I'm not a – I don't understand fields. I mean, I never will. But you can't tell me that's ideal, you know. Couldn't pit play there next week or whatever. You know, again, side note. But they both played on the same field. Weather was awful. We know that. And to me, when those kinds of things happen, the team with less talent benefits. Yes. I mean, it's, 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 it's an even the playing field. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get a lot of heat around here, too. Like, you're from Pittsburgh, Williamson. You should love snow games and all that. I'm like, no. I mean, I don't want the NFC Championship game to be in Green Bay when it's minus 100 and, Green, and Aaron Rodgers can't throw the football. Like, that's taking away from the game for me. It was a 13 nothing game yesterday. What, you had their Aaron, game. Aaron Rodgers right. against against Russell Wilson. There was weather. Yeah, it was a thirteen nothing game. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you don't see these players at their best. You don't see the talent, and I think that worked to Detroit's advantage without question. I'm sure the Roethlisberger situation worked to uh, the Lions' advantage too because it was so late in the week. Not that Rudolph hadn't practiced, but right. it was a short week and the Steelers were banged up. Um, they did not play well enough. I'll say that a million, million times. I was not impressed with the product the Steelers put out there. They should not be happy with it. I think they're going to regret it for the rest of the year. But they had a couple things going against them that evened things up. That I just wanted to you know, start there. Yeah. It was just too, too many mistakes. So many mistakes. Um, and, and, you know, I, I detailed all the mistakes. They're, they're, we've, we've trumpeted the rookie class. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were a big part of it. Mistakes. You had a damn more holding call yeah. after a Najee Harris touchdown run. Whether it was I, – I, I, I would give it a 50-50 that it yeah. gets called half the time, right. But he um, ran right behind him. It wasn't on the backside. Right. Or, you know. So it got called. It is, it's a penalty. Yeah. They don't score – they, they, they take the touchdown off the board. They end up kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Friarmouth fumble, obviously. And he was pretty non-existent start to finish. I yeah. thought it was his worst game since he's kind of taken over. Yeah. Uh, you had Kendrick Green snapping. Kendrick Green snapping the ball consistently, More than once, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Start one in overtime, right? Where you've got the ball at the—I think it was at the 42, mm-hmm. the Detroit 42. Where okay, 20 more yards and you're in field goal range. Oh, that was awful. It was I second mean, that was and six. Backbreaking play. It yeah. was second and six. Yeah, you know you're you're gonna you know have a shot to at the very least. If you if, even if you don't get the first down there, you're punting Detroit, which hasn't moved the ball at all. Of course, right. Deep into their own territory again. Mm-hmm. I mean, where every yard counts for field position and all that. You gave that was up a 20 yards play. of it on right. on that. Yeah. The Trey Norwood roughing the passer penalty to put them down at the 34. Now you could say that was that one was debatable as well whether it was a penalty or not. Yeah, but it got called. It got called. I mean, he it, that that play hurt the team, and he's a rookie. To yeah. your point, you they know. were fortunate to avoid disaster on that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I assumed the game was over at that point. They're going to get 10 yards here and get yeah. the field goal and win it. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. So, I mean, there was there was good. Harvin didn't paint yeah. punt great again. I mean, he's right. kind of up and down. I like Loudermilk, and I thought he did some good things, and he's getting a little bit of a bigger role. I mean, just sticking with the rookie theme. I'm not going to contradict what you said, because obviously that that is all those things are true. But I also thought Green and Moore – Blocked very well in this game, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, that's, and, a, that's the other side of I mean? the coin. And on Norwood this, played you, well, and you, you know, know, you talk about the Norwood. Okay, Norwood gives up a, a penalty that gets him to the thirty. Or has a penalty that gets him to the thirty-four, and they don't give up any points. They don't give up any points. You know, it, it's like the the offensive line. You know, we just mentioned two of the offensive linemen not. You know, with two big mistakes. They didn't allow a sack. I don't think and they got ran hit for one hundred forty-five yards. Yeah, right, there were right. no hits. On I the don't think Rudolph got hit once, which. 
bring some of that's Rudolph on him. At some point, yeah. I'm gonna some of that's I'm gonna his, be, you know, know be a little hard on Rudolph because it wasn't like he was under pressure all day. It was a great game by the offensive line, in my opinion. Snaps are bad, and there's a holding penalty, of course. Um, but I thought they paved the way in the run game. Their protection was outstanding. Um, you know, you, you mentioned Norwood, and, and even the defense as a whole. Norwood had two pass defenses in the game. He made plays again yeah. and again. Friermuth, you know, Friermuth had a play in in overtime when they get the ball back again to get to that point where he has a a, a catch where he's kind of laying on the ground and, and snatches the ball out of the air. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, nice play. You know, it was a ten yard a ten yard pass on second. I think it was second and ten where, mm-hmm. you know, kind of got them out of the out of the. They, they made plays. But they also made big mistakes. Yeah, and that's it ended up being a tie, which is what happens, <laughs> which is what happens now, with right. young football players. Yeah, I mean, even I don't think any of us have any complaints with the first round pick. I mean, he's been pretty darn good. You know, any little complaints you have with him was minor compared yeah. to his role too. Um, but even like the defense, to your point, does anyone think the run defense was good enough? No, it was a real problem. Tackling was bad. Their defensive line, but it was again, it was like a stretch. Yes, it's like it mid, got a lot better at midway the end. through the right. second quarter till that first drive on, on the on the third quarter. They gave up. It was it was 199 yards on 21 carries. Okay, they had Detroit had six carries for 20 yards in the first quarter. That include that's so that's included in that 21 for for 199. Mm-hmm. Okay. From that point on, Detroit had it was like 14 carries for 30 yards. Yeah, I, I mean they put the clamps on I at mean, the end. Yeah. And once that once that happened, they couldn't move the football. No, a couple notes there too. Like again, they had some injuries too. Their right tackle was moving people, and then he gets out of the game. And Sewell's a really good player. He goes to right tackle, but they were better before that offensive line injury. Speaking of which, the the two Steeler guards I thought filled in well. I mean, we'll get to that stuff too. But kind of like you were saying with the defense, was the run defense good enough? Absolutely not. And that was the only. I mean, you want to make Goff throw, and right. they never had to get to that point. But in the end, they gave up 16 points in 70 minutes of football. And also, you gave should up, win every one of those. Also, games. gave up less yardage than what Detroit is average for the season. No, I didn't know. It was that. like it was okay. like it was like probably 50, not rushing yards, it was, but total but yards, total yeah. yards, yeah. like 15 fewer total yards than what Detroit is average for the season. Wow, which is a low number. For 70 NFL minutes season, of football. For 70 minutes of yeah. football and a lot of possessions and a lot of snaps. So it was right. It was enough. To, everything was kind of good enough to win except for the turnovers. That's the biggest thing, they were the, without I mean, question. The Deontay Johnson fumble. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you make, again, a great play. Great play. You're getting down the field and and, and you lose the football. Yeah, so everything ends up being 50-50. And, right, you know, the whole 16, thing. 16 Every, That's how you right. end up tying, how it all you know, ended up that way. The right. Friermuth play. Again, you're you're just trying to get a, you know a couple extra yeah. yards here to give Boswell a chance to win it. Yeah, and you fumble. And, and special teams, there was oh. more bad than good. Yeah, but you also benefited from a kicker that probably doesn't belong in the league mixing extra point, or maybe it doesn't go to overtime. You know, yeah. like you got to bounce here. We're and not there. making a, a forty-eight yard field goal. That, right, but you know, it was wasn't I even don't close. Think anyone in the world thought he was going to make. By the way. <laughs> No offense to that young man. I'm sure he's going to have he's a, a professional wonderful... kicker. He's like 6'5", 220 pounds or something. He's a, he's a monster dude, for yeah. a kicker. He couldn't kick the ball 40 yards. No, no. <laughs> I don't think anyone, just looking at his face on the side, like, this guy's never going to make that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but even like the defense, I just mentioned, pass defense was really, really good. You know, like, 
wrote an article today praising a lot of the members of the secondary, Pierre and Edmonds. And I thought Pierre played really well. Really, really well, and might have to play more. Yeah. Sutton played pretty well. We mentioned, um, what's his face, Norwood. But the run defense wasn't good enough. And, okay, you played 70 minutes of football and you only let up 16 points, but you didn't create one turnover. Yeah, you, not, you know I mean? <laughs> It's yeah. always, but you didn't do that. But you didn't or, do this. But yeah. there was a holding call. Even, or, you know. You know. Devin Bush and, and Terrell Edmonds essentially shut down Hawkinson. Right, right. People were killing Bush today, and I didn't think he played well. But <laughs> I, you know, the fact that Hawk had one talk, one target, and no catches, something was going right on the Steelers. It drew D. two just massive penalties. Like mm-hmm. he got he had the one for the block below the waist, which when it first happened, I'm like, well, that was way away from the play. And then I saw the replay, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a penalty. yeah, it was yeah, that's it was a penalty, an easy one. Yeah, I mean, two really good young tight ends. Or yeah. his holding penalty on the on the, like pushed them back out of field goal range. They were down to the twenty-eight. Not that that kick would have been even good from there. No, <laughs> probably not. But right. <laughs> but just uh, um, yeah, right. I mean, there's the, a lot of things going against them. They're they're in a rough spot right now. It's a game you had to have. But in the end, it didn't count as a loss. You're probably not going to have tiebreakers when it's all said and done. They actually moved up in the in the AFC. Standings. They're fifth now, right? Fourth, really? Fourth. They okay. have a better. They have a better record um, than uh, t- than Kansas City. Hmm. I got late breaking news, by the way. Okay. Minka Fitzpatrick has tested positive for COVID. Ah, well, that would be what he was supposed to talk to us today. Okay, that just came know. out. Yeah. So, you know, we can talk about that down the road and rest of the week. This segment's more about recapping tomorrow or yesterday, but. That's not good news, considering where the, the all the news we're getting around the league or around the team right now. Uh, the, the you know you could probably comment on this better than I did, but the the blurbs from Schefter were positive on Watt. I mean, it doesn't mean he's not going to miss time, but it's yeah. not season ending or any of that kind of stuff. That's what I heard as well. Yeah, yeah so that's good. Um, I want to talk about Rudolph a little bit though too. I, I mean, I think that's the elephant in the room. He was put into a really difficult situation and. Could have used a few more, a little more help from his pass catchers, and the fumbles aren't on him, and the weather was really bad, and he doesn't have a lot of experience in that. But he was below the line. I mean, I don't know that there's any way around that. I, I was, I expected more. There was, there was some good, and there was probably more bad. Yeah, I, I didn't like the way he threw the ball. I mean, that was my biggest thing. It wasn't yeah. the decision making. It wasn't, you know, I mean, he didn't. He wasn't under a lot of pressure. There were a lot of missed throws, a lot of high throws, a lot of wobblers. And I understand the conditions are bad, but it's not the first NFL game that's played in not great conditions. Yeah. And if you're going to be the quarterback here or even the backup you're gonna here. You're going to play in those kind of conditions. Get used to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's his 10th start. That sounds like a small number or it sounds like a big number to people. I don't know, but it's enough that we've seen a lot now. I'm not saying he stinks. I'm not saying he shouldn't he's, be in the NFL. Uh, the way I the way I said it was he's he showed that he's a backup mm-hmm. quarterback. Um, you know, I mean, no one's lobbying for him to be Ben's replacement. Now that being said, people people say well, he's immobile. He had two really yeah. really good scrambles. I gave him credit game. for that. One was an improv I mean, play, and yeah. right, right. He's 20, their he most mobile. Twenty six yards down the down the sideline yeah. on that one where he reversed field, and mm-hmm. you can say, well, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. But he got 26 yards on yeah. it. I, I don't think he's an improv guy. I don't think he's a plus athlete as yeah. NFL quarterbacks go. 
Probably is their most mobile quarterback, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, people think, think it's Haskins. It. It's not. It's not. It's no. not. It's I mean, not you know, if you look at just the, the combine numbers, mm-hmm. um, Rudolph's like a tenth of a second faster than, than Haskins. Okay. I mean, he plays faster, yeah. too. Again, none of them. It's not the most – it's not a very athletic but, quarterback. You know, period, I, I, but, you know, I, I made note a couple of times, like, nice – there were a couple of throws that he made – when they were like rolling the pocket and things of that nature, mm-hmm. that like, oh, that was a nice timing throw. Where, a little more Canada yeah. stuff. He, where know. he he kind of when he first let the ball go, I'm like, where's that going? And then you see the receiver kind of yeah run under it, that kind of stuff. Like, oh, that was, I agree, that was nice. I agree, but I was it, his little... in the pocket throws just weren't. No, a lot of high ones, a lot yeah. of flutterers, uh, a lot of missed opportunities left on the field. Um, no, I was not impressed with the way he played. I was a little shocked just speaking of Canada and difference. I thought he'd be under center more, you know, and, and run more traditional play action, drop back stuff. And I will say, too, I'll give Rudolph credit, that, that first drive was pretty. Yeah. I mean, that was an efficient, crisp drive right down the field. I'm like, God, this isn't even going to be a game. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I thought the same thing. You know, in the touchdown pass, the Lions rushed three, dropped eight into coverage. And somehow left James Washington all by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, you know, yeah, that's a bad mistake. And, and the Steelers just, again, you know, it, you, you just wonder if if Najee Harris's touchdown stands. Does, is this game? Is this mm-hmm. really a game? There's um, probably five of those plays. Yeah, there were there were some you know. of those, you know, a bunch of that, that that you looked at and said, well, if this happens, does this happen? That, it, it, that's, that's in every game. It is. It is. Uh, Part just, of it's just the style of play that they always are going to be. That's the in. way they're going to play. You know that if this was the Texans or the Bucks or the Chiefs, still might go that way because yeah. they're just going to have to play these scripts of games. And if there's five plays and you need three of them to go your way and you only get one, well, you know this you, is the result. This is a result yeah. against an inferior opponent. That you know I do think the weather and field helped them a lot, but. Steelers didn't play well enough. I mean, they don't beat hardly anyone playing like that. Yeah, you know, in any conditions. You mentioned the injuries. Um, it, it doesn't look real positive in terms of playing this week for T.J. Watt. Okay. Uh, Joe Hayden, we'll see. Um, Kevin Dotson looks like it's a high ankle sprain. That's the one I thought was the worst of the yeah. group, probably. Um, if that's the case, he'll be out. He may end up going on IR. He'll be out at least a couple of weeks, anyways. Okay. Um, Let's stick there just for real. What what was Trey Turner's, actually? I wanted to talk about it for a minute. Trey Turner's the other one who's... uh, No news on that one, though, right? That was just a regular ankle sprain. Okay, okay. So, So, odd week to have B.J. Finney inactive. Right. You you don't know both guards are getting hurt, of course. But I thought Haas came in and played well. Um, Joe Haig... I think he's easy to brush off, but he's done this what a three different offensive line positions. He's like your, he's like Bobby Jones on the old Sixers team. <laughs> yeah, he's like your right, sixth right. man of the year. You Come know? off off the bench and hold your own and don't get embarrassed. There's a lot of value in that. Yeah. So I thought the guards both played well before they were injured, and then the, the guys that came in, there wasn't much of a drop off. So yeah. I mean, the line in general was kind of great. Yeah, I, I I know it's against the Lions. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's not the best front in the league and. You know, I was just praising the Steelers' secondary. Well, it helps when Goff's really terrible and their receivers are bad, too. But, you know, but still, I mean, there, there was... I, Bottom line is you averaged 4.7 yards a carry and did not allow a quarterback hit or sack. Line was, it's the best game they've had yet. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah, so 
you know, I, I understand. Their defensive line isn't horrible either. Yeah, right. You know, they They've got, got some guys. Right, right, right. I mean, Michael Brockers is right. a handful. Their um, second and third round pick were defensive linemen. Yeah. And Aquara. Flowers and, is Flowers. making a lot right, of money. Right, right. Yeah. That, that's the only part of their defense that's okay. Yeah. You know? So we'll see, however, what happens here moving forward. We'll see, you know, does Ben Roethlisberger make it back in time? Sure. For this uh, game. A lot of questions yeah, for Sunday night. Against the Chargers. Uh, now with Minka Fitzpatrick, you know, what's his situation? Mm-hmm. He's tested positive. Did, was he feeling symptoms or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's the case. We just got know, one blurb on that. Yeah, he just needs, you know, he is vaccinated, as is Roethlisberger. So mm-hmm. they need, you know, two two consecutive uh, tests in a 24-hour period to, to be. And it's only clear. Monday. It didn't happen on Wednesday right. or, you know. Um, so, you know, it, it's, you know. It was I, a rough one yesterday. I, I, you know, it. it you're playing a Chargers team, and I know everybody's well, just going to go out there and lose to the Chargers. What the hell are they right now? They've lost three or four. They've lost three of their last four right, and have right. not looked good doing so. Even the one they won yeah. was not impressive, super impressive in Philadelphia. Like, they won 27-24. Um, they're, you know, I, Bosa got hurt yesterday too, right? Uh, that I'm not sure about. No, I'm not positive. I saw a tweet. You might him, be right. I saw a tweet know. with him laying on the ground. And, really? You know, so they don't stop the run at all. They, yeah, they don't even try. I don't think they're an awful opponent. That being said, I mean this is kind of like the tie situation. It's like okay, they're not an awful opponent. They've lost three out of four. It's a good time to get them. There'll probably be a lot of Steeler fans in that building. But you, I, I looked at their remaining schedule, and this is also good and bad. The Vikings are the only one with a uh, 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 losing record right now, yeah. and they're plus ten and. Point differential. They're not a bad team. They're four and five. They've yeah. lost some close ones. Everyone else has a positive point differential. So that looks hard, but only one of those games is not against an AFC opponent, the Vikes, and all those teams are fighting for the same playoff spots. So if you beat them, they're double whammies, and a lot of them are division games. Yeah. It, it's They're it, hard. Yeah. They're not insurmountable in a way it's an opportunity because you get to do double damage with a win and and you look at i mean again the chargers just lost yeah. okay the ravens just lost you <laughs> gotta play them twice see what the browns did yesterday the browns <laughs> right right I, ah, yeah. go figure that one the Bengals lost their last two the Bengals lost their right. last two before their bye um kansas city well they won last night but yeah. before that eh, right you know I mean, Tennessee it, barely beat the Saints. Tennessee's so, playing very much right now like the Steelers did last year. That Tennessee Saints game wasn't much prettier than Lions-Steelers. And you want to talk about, that, right? you know, a team that benefited from a penalty. Oh, right, right, They right. had an interception negated by, by a, a roughing the passer penalty that has everybody talking this week. Well, maybe they need to start reviewing roughing the passer. Yeah, I think they should. I mean, and there was one in that Ravens time, right? game as well that, that was not yeah. roughing the passer. And maybe the Norwood one. The Norwood one was, or... you know, debatable. I don't blame the refs. I'm, I'm hard on the refs, but I don't blame the refs for this in that when in doubt roughing the passer, the flag comes out. Well, I, I just I actually it should just, be reviewed. I was just listening to Dean Blandino. Uh, he does a, a weekly hit on serious uh, NFL. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how the last couple of years, it used to be the referee was the only one who called roughing the passer. Mm, okay. Now they've opened things up to allow the umpires to call that as well. Now it's a, and, and the guy who made the call in the Tennessee game was the umpire. Oh, was he? Okay. They so may he not wouldn't have had that right a year ago. Yeah, they may not have. They may not. He says, so what you've got right now happening is a bunch of umpires who aren't used to, to being able to, or used to calling that play. And their main 
the the umpire's main focus is supposed to be on the offensive line. So they're they're the holding guys. They're the holding guys, right, yeah. yeah, or ineligible downfields, things mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. nature. Well, now they're calling hold, or uh, roughing the passer, and they're not used to calling that penalty. Their eyes are in a different spot. Right. They've never done it. And so they're, that's more, interesting. they're yeah. more reacting to what happened, what the result was, as opposed to watching the play itself. Yeah. Ball's gone. Quarterback goes down. They I see the guy laying on the ground. Right. It's the Aaron Donald situation from this is two weeks in a row now that the Titans have benefited yeah. from roughing I, I the passing penalty. Two two together on that. that yeah, right. We're not. Or was that high or not? Throw it. Yeah. You know, I do think it should be reviewed. I mean, that's a. I guess a topic for another day, and it's not going to happen until the off season. But that it, it makes some sense. I don't know. I mean, can't have a good taste in your mouth after that game, no, Steelers no. wise. There's just no way, no candy coating it. And the injuries are are significant. They're really starting to mount. They're though, significant. Too. So we'll have to monitor that like crazy this week. Yeah. I mean, um, but you know, the Steelers find themselves at five, three, and one, uh, nine games yeah. into this. I mean, they haven't lost in a while. <laughs> they haven't lost a game in over a month. Yeah. Again, it may not be what you th- what you thought it was going to be to get here. Mm-hmm. You know, wins in Buffalo, wins in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, but the result is still five, three, and one. I mean, you look at it a lot of ways. Like, boy, that's a game you have to have, should have had. There's no way around it. I agree with that. Six and three is where they should be after being five and three. Yeah. You know, or if I told you before they snapped the ball in Buffalo week one that they'd be 5-3-1, and one, would you take it or not? I think many, considering the state of the O-line and quarterback and all those things, would say, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. But then right after the Buffalo game, they probably said, no, that's bad. Right, right, right. But Boy. then when you were 1-3, <laughs> at the end of Halloween, again, you would have. Right, 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 right. You know, Bill Cowell always used to talk about the don't don't get too high with the highs and mm-hmm. low with the lows. It's, you can't ride that roller coaster. Uh, that's exactly that week to week stuff is real. You learn, yeah, you learn this. You know, when you cover the league over a number of years or, or involved with the NFL for a number of years, you learn that that's real. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a yeah. real thing. You can't go up and down like that. Sure, I understand fans do. Oh right, right. That's the beauty of being a fan. That's why, that's why <laughs> you you're don't a go fan. to the building every day. And but have to... I just can't. You know, I, I get all. You know, I yeah, think I, the Steelers are great at that too. Yeah, in terms of staying level headed and understanding the next week is the most important game and all that. Games kind of stuff. may look. Unwinnable. The games that might look unwinnable right now. Again, I, I the last time they played the Chargers in mm-hmm. L.A., they were starting Devlin Hodges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Nobody right, gave him a chance to win that, that right, game. Right, right. Nobody. Absolutely. You're on your fourth-string quarterback, and they right. went out there and won a game. I mean, you mentioned the Chiefs, and everyone saw them last night. All we're going to hear Chiefs all are back. Chiefs are back. Yeah. They're winning the Super Bowl. Patriots are uh, Patriots are real right. contenders. Right. All that stuff. I, I mean, they, that very well could be true. If I was a Chiefs fan, I'd be a heck of a lot more encouraged than I was 24 hours ago. But that doesn't mean you have a defense all of a sudden or a running yeah. game. You know what I mean? It's a step. You know, there's a lot of steps. I mean, I was asked many times this past week, did the Steelers' offensive line take a step back against the Bears? I said, yeah, because – Things don't get fixed in one week in this league. You know, they took two steps forward the week before. They took two steps the week before that. They took one back in that game, and this one they took two steps forward again. You know, it's not going to turn into a great offensive line in a week. You know, these things happen slowly. It's constant. Yeah. You know, you're either constantly – things change from week to week, to your, to your mm-hmm. point. Um, and especially are different, but especially in different. this, it's everything. It, it's such a matchup-driven league, without question. Without yeah. question. I mean, in some teams, you you know, people wonder about that Jacksonville loss in the playoffs. They were a bad matchup for the Terrible. Steelers. Terrible. That's exactly that what you team didn't was, want to see. That team was built to beat the Patriots. 
Right. Which they had done right, early, right. you know, early. Fournette up the middle yeah. over and over again against a beat up defensive line was a bad match. Without Ryan Shazier. You know, you, right. You know, you had a, a pretty good defense before that, and then Shazier goes, anyways. I mean, a small example Washington beat Tampa yesterday. Yeah. Washington gave Tampa all they could handle in the postseason. That was might have been right. their hardest playoff right. game last year. They, and they did that. Washington's not good. They did but, that with Chase Young going down. Right. He's out right, for right, the right. season. And. Uh, the other outside uh, pass rusher was on IR. Swept didn't play, yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. He's on IR. Two of their best guys, without question. I mean, that it's probably just a bad matchup for Tennessee for or for Tampa for whatever reason. You yeah. know, Brady struggled against them. They didn't have all their guys either. It's a crazy league. I mean, it doesn't mean the season's over for the Steelers. It's a negative. There's no question this game, but you know they're gonna they're gonna bring it next week and the they'll, Chargers. They'll roll the ball out and they'll play eight more of them. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> that's right. the way this goes. They'll be in it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're gonna take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, when we come back, let's let's talk a little bit more about some of those injuries and the guys that okay. uh, are going to be stepping into the lineup. Uh, we'll do that right after this. <laughs> 